Good afternoon. It is Melissa Mansfield Anderson, and welcome to another edition of the Lipstick CEO. Um, something really important I want to talk about today, but I'm going to start with a little story about a year ago. So a year ago right now, we barely had heard anything about COVID and what it was. And I think a lot of us, including myself, felt like it was surreal and it would never have turned into what it did. Um, I was running my digital agency at the time, and I remember sitting in Panera Bread at some point late February and thinking it was so apocalyptic. I'm sitting there drinking tea with maybe three other people, and it's 1230 in the afternoon. Um, network meetings started getting canceled. I had just launched a, launched a mastermind group that was supposed to start the last week of March, and needless to say, that didn't happen. So shortly after that day, I had jumped onto a week-long night school with a business coach I had known from a few years previous, and I started the path to restructuring everything in my business. Uh, it was quite a process. I had lost all of my restaurant clients for obvious reasons, but I needed to do something that was going to replace my income. So I dabbled in retail a little bit, and it was fun. It was great. I still have that company. However, um, I've gone back into digital. Uh, back in September, I came back around and started doing something I wish I'd done three years ago. All that to say, I'm actually in a better place now than I was pre-pandemic, and I'm not the only one. In my circle of women, I've heard this too many times in regards to how they're doing in business. Well, I don't want to talk about it, or I don't want to put it out there because I feel like I'm being insensitive. Success has become a shame factor due to the pandemic and the amount of suffering around us. We see all these damn celebrities that can travel the world, and we definitely hate on them. It's not fair. But at the same time, we're so over-empathetic about what we're doing. We're afraid to share the happiness that we might have. We're scared we're going to piss somebody off because they're not doing as well as we are. However, as women, we need to realign our empathy. And instead of focusing on not wanting to make people hurt or, or feel worse about their situation... We really need to focus on how did we get our success? What got us there? What are steps that we took? What was our mindset? And share that with other women so they can start doing the same damn thing we did. And maybe we can all start getting into a better place. So in honor of letting the cat out of the bag on how many women have actually persevered and profited, it's time to start sharing some of the stories. So today I have somebody awesome on. Her name is Tammy Williams Persinthe. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad to have you. Have you started getting the shitty weather yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> it starts tonight. So you all, Tammy is in New York. I'm in Maine. And we are about to get pounded with about mm -hmm. 18 no, so woo! <laughs> yeah, they said we're about to get finished about uh, between 10 and 20 inches. So good times. Stay on. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, wait, you already are. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so we actually met in night school uh, mm -hmm. last year, right? It was yep. uh, Tiffany's night school. And it's funny because she calls it night school. And I get the marketing behind that title. But damn, if it wasn't more like a revamp your business intensive, like right. it beat me. Didn't yeah. you think the same thing? Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. it was crazy. It was so, it changed everything about how I thought. And uh, I've, I've watched you over the past year. It definitely um, has changed your whole traje- trajectory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk for a few minutes about 2019. What were you doing then? Um, I was leading a, um, a team um, in a six-figure business for a major global makeup company. Um, and, you know, working my way, you know, up the corporate ladder, so to speak, um, as a makeup artist, but also as um, a leader uh, in my field, um, you know, and that was my dream at the time was to, you know, get into these uh, high level positions um, with this company. And um, yeah, the, <laughs> that's, that's what I was working towards, um, you know, at the time and literally, you know. But- now, I know you don't want to say the name of who right. it is, but I, I I think it's safe to say that it is one of the big dogs and you would be able to find them in a, in a major department store. Absolutely. And by themselves. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was leading in a brick and mortar. So um, yeah, I had a store. Um, Yeah. So and everything that, that comes with, so it was definitely um, uh, a lot of work involved with that and leading and training and coaching and developing teams um, as you know, and, and making that, you know, uh, retail meets uh, artistry uh, bond <laughs> a lot stronger. Right. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's- and definitely a high level brand. So, oh, yes. you know, you were dealing with um, one of the top. So at what point did you realize that that position wasn't really viable anymore? Um. Well, I, you know, I think I was in denial about it for a little bit. Um, I was with the brand for, for 11 years and um, you know, and my growth, my success was, was actually pretty, pretty, I moved pretty quickly. Um, But at a certain point, I would say maybe a couple years prior to actually the pandemic, it was kind of, you know, it was, you know, I was starting to, to question, you know, what, what, what's next? You know, the question is, you know, in those, in those type of situations is what's next for you? You know, what do you do next? Um, I found ways to level up and found ways to um, extend, uh, you know, what I was doing. Um, but uh, at the same time, you know, I, as, as I started to grow in the brand, I also realized that um, the, the further that I went up, I started to realize a lot of things and saw a lot of things that, um, quite honestly, just really disturbed me and um, was not very inspiring. Um, And, you know, I decided at that point, it's like, okay, so what do we do next? You know, I had to start thinking of myself as more, as bigger than a makeup artist, bigger than a a leader, you know, um, in what I was doing and, you know, where, where are my strengths, where, you know, where are things that I need to grow? Um, and, you know, how do I pivot out of this? And I, at the time, I didn't see it at all. I didn't see it at all because I had been doing the same thing in the same, you know, I was in the same uh, uh, venture for so long. I was comfortable, you know? I think, I think a lot of women, I think you're speaking to a lot of women right now in this moment because we sit in positions where we know what we're doing. Uh, we're comfortable. We feel good about our expertise. 
And that damn paycheck, man, that stability is, it's hard to make a decision to walk away from that, especially if you have kids Um, and you're 11 years, girl, 11 years. Some of us haven't had relationships last that long. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So now taking it into, you know, early 2020, obviously stores started shutting down. It's almost like you were forced into what was going to be ultimately good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Store the, the brand started restructuring, um, you know, and, and with, with retail and especially with beauty, as you know, Melissa, you know, things change, buying changes, the consumer changes, how they buy all these things. Um, but the company didn't go in the same direction at the speed that they once were. And I think that's kind of where, um, you know, a lot of things started to happen, but you know, the brick and mortar stores suffered greatly. Especially in, yeah, especially in uh, New York, it wasn't just the brand that I was with, but a lot of other brands um, took humongous hits. And, you know, let's face it, you know, with social media, with, you know, influencers and things like that, you know, it really took the expertise, started to take the expertise out of the makeup artist's hands and putting it on social media um, and bloggers and so on and so forth. It became much more difficult to do our jobs and to keep feet in the door you know, or what I would say, butts and seats, you know, um, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes total sense, especially now with social media tailoring to us, mm-hmm. what we've searched, what we've looked for, what our likes are. And I have to tell you that on the one side, it's creepy. On the other side, it has become really convenient, mm-hmm. but I, I still need you. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you feel when you realized you were going to have to be 100% virtual and everything that you did was traditionally hands-on? What did that make you feel like as you faced that? That was very, it, it was very unnerving, it was very scary, you know, because like I said, I didn't know, I didn't, I, I had to start seeing myself differently. Um, I had to pull myself out of the bubble that I was in and, you know, through the whole experience of all the, all the restructuring, the shutdowns, and it's kind of like watching your dreams fade in front of your eyes. And yeah. so it just became a place of just, I just got, I was depressed. I was highly emotional. Um, you know, I just, you know, with the pandemic hitting, I lost all of my clients, you know, and it was, you know, where I have to feel, touch and connect. And I'm such a, and I'm also someone who, um, leads my team, my people first, right? So my people are first, my customers are first. So it was one of those things where, um, you know, I was really, uh, I think one of my strengths in the business was that I was able to connect with people so well and build relationships with people. So once the pandemic hit, and that was gone, that was like, uh, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, almost numbing, you know, to the system, you know, that is real talk. Yeah, real talk. talk. Yeah. What I want to know now, I'll tell you first that when it hit me, what was really happening and now granted it didn't hit me, I think until April, May, but when it hit, I felt like I was, damn near useless for probably two or three weeks while I had to get my head out of my ass and figure out, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, what did you do? Like what is some of the things that you did to start to retrain your clients so that they would feel that you were still effective, even though you could no longer be Mm -hmm. (laughs) hands-on? I prayed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? There it is. Like real talk. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a woman of great faith too. So, but I did, I had to just really get on my knees and get on my face and pray for God to, um, you know, 
as easy because because the way that God gave me that opportunity that I thought was my everything and my all, it was really a preparation for what was to come, right? And so as easy yeah. as I was given that and I was, you know, didn't understand why it was being taken away, you know, I had to really just sit down and get clear and just let God speak to me. What do I need to do, God? How can I reinvent what I'm doing? Um, and it, you know, like you said, like it took me a couple of weeks to kind of get through the emotions and, and, you know, there was so much going on, Melissa, my God, it wasn't just the pandemic. It was Black Lives Matter. It was, you know, oh, everything hit. you know, overheat. Goosebumps. Oh, you just gave me goosebumps. God, it was crazy. I mean, like where I live, like I was over, I'm not very far from where there was a lot of looting and a lot of, it, it was, it was terrifying at one point. Um, you know, and I just had to just stay very calm and just breathe through it and pray through it. Um, and then I was invited to, like you said, we, we both have uh, the same coach. I was invited to do a night school with um, uh, from a friend of mine, from my, one of my best friends, my best friend, actually. Um, and I didn't know what to expect. And like you said, it's like when we went through this training, it was like, what in the heck just happened? <laughs> like, I had no idea. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, lady, what are you saying to me? So, <laughs> so much good stuff. It was so it was much so good stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I was not ready. Um, so it took me a couple of, you know, it took me a couple of those. I went to a couple of night schools to kind of, you know, hash it out. But, you know, and it took me, you know, a, a couple of months to say, okay, so what do I need to do? All right. So you have Zoom, you have a computer. All right. So now you need to contact people. So I started contacting friends and family. Um, my church groups, whatever, whoever would listen to me. And I was like, hey, you know, um, I know that we're in this time and we may not be thinking about, you know, we're not going anywhere per se, but, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of meetings. People are going to be on Zoom. People need to, you know, and, and being on the other end of Zooms and watching people and like how people were coming to Zooms, rolling out their bed and all this, that, and the third. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, girls, <laughs> ladies, we got together like even if it's from you know the waist up like you need to be straight out right it's, it's just too much so it's right. uh you know so I had I started doing virtual classes I just started doing it on my own no nothing no marketing no funnels no stuff that I'm doing like the stuff that I'm doing nothing I just wanted to connect with people it was just a way to connect and reconnect with my clients and well done better than perfect and yeah, that sounds yeah. that sounds excellent no since you dove right in, what would you say your favorite resources were that you used that helped you, you know, along the way? And I noticed you said you didn't have funnels or anything, but as you have progressed, what are some things, some tools you've used that now you would say, yeah, I, I really, I couldn't do it without this now? Oh, man. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> I actually have... <laughs> what would you say was your top, your top two favorite tools? Mm. My top two favorite tools are Canva. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because for me, I, the marketing piece of it is important. Um, and uh, I really, really love Canva. I really love um, back in, like, I don't use, uh, I don't use a lot of, um, like, high-tech systems as of yet. But things that I do use, I just use Canva. I use um, my social media platform. So I changed all of my platforms to like business platforms. Um, oh, nice. Which has been helpful. Um, and I use things like ConvertKit um, to do landing pages. I have uh, my website is up. 
Um, so those things I maneuver through uh, and, and, and bounce back and forth, you know, through that for my branding, for my uh, marketing um, and, and just attach all of those elements so that they, they work together. Okay. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And I, I think we've worked together on some stuff before and I, I have noticed that in, in the field of women, <laughs> we are really um, great at helping yeah. each other, whether, you know, if I know this and you yeah. know that let's trade information. I, I think that was a really big tool for me this past year too, taking my strengths and offering them mm-hmm. up and in turn finding other women that had strengths that I really Absolutely. needed and being able to learn that that was huge. I feel like my female business relationships are much more personal mm-hmm. now. I do too. That we can't be in person. Yeah. Now, what would you say has changed as far as your thinking when it comes to the pandemic and business sustainability? Because you look at the, the forecast here, it doesn't look like we're going to be changing anytime, like even in the next six months. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, how do you feel about that? Do you feel good? You feel ready? Or do you feel hesitant, nervous? Where's your mindset at? Um, I, you know, I honestly, I can say that I feel, I feel good. I mean, there's always going to be, you know, those moments where you have that little bit of hesitancy because you don't quite know. But what I do know being in the beauty industry is that, uh, and being, you know, a makeup artist, that things are constantly changing. They've always been that way. And I think once you um, get out of the mindset that this is all there is, and that you you have the power to change, right? And mm-hmm. it is one of those things where with the pandemic, I mean, I don't see it going anywhere either. I mean, I'm definitely starting to see, you know, I'm starting to have a couple of the live clients here and there um, right now, but it's such a production to be on set right now that it, it is, yeah. you know, and, 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 and it's good, you know, because as at the end of the day, makeup artists need to work. So TV, you know, these things are, are slowly starting to come back into play, but I think it's important to still be able to um, maneuver, uh, you know, if God forbid something like this were to happen again, obviously we're not out of it, not out, you know, but there's so many learns, right? So it's always kind of like, be ready, right? So be ready, absolutely. you know, and Oh, you wake up nowadays and you just don't know what the hell's going to happen. Right. You're like, okay, what's today right. going to bring? And I, I, I do feel like I'm, I wake up a little bit braced for stuff, yeah. but I also find I'm way more flexible mm-hmm. now. Like bullshit happens and I'm like, oh, yeah. here we go. Cool. All right, let me grab a coffee right. for this. Okay. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just really cool because, you know, as I work from my space, like I call it my lab, <laughs> my space now, because the, my space has evolved also, you know, but it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, well. I know this, like, I don't, you know, you kind of, when the pandemic hit, I remember thinking, what do I do now? I don't know how to do anything else. Isn't that crazy? Like that. And a year later, look know. at you, right? It's, it, it's awesome. No, on a scale of one to 10 compared to a year ago, how happy are you oh now? Oh my gosh. I'm like 20. See, that's awesome. So and and that's why I think we can be sharing how we did mm-hmm. this because I know that there are women even now sitting in their jobs, whether they're remote or whether they're having to drive to an mm-hmm. office um, themselves in situations that in the back of their mind, they're like, I know I can do yeah. more. 
I know I can break out of this day to day. I'm not living my passion. Knowing what you know now about not only how capable you are, but how you can find a way to get things done. How, how much sooner do you think you would do this? Like say you go back two or three years. Would, if you knew then what you know now, would you have started? Oh, absolutely. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. I got, you know, I, I was just going to tell you, you know, when you're working in with a corporate machine behind you, it's, you know, I mass it was learned, it, it was taught to master those systems, right? And you have all yeah. this support, you have all these people that you can call. And, you know, it's, as opposed to when you are in your own business, and you have to learn these things from the grassroots, right? It's such, it's, mm -hmm. it, it's a lot of work. I'm not even going to lie, you know, let's be, you know, 100% transparent. It is a lot of work. Um, been a hard year, yeah, girl. It is. It is a <laughs> lot of work, but it is so gratifying and so satisfying because it's it's my passion number one. But it allows me to still live my life the way that I want to live it and be able to tap into different streams and different avenues of myself that I had buried for so long, busting my behind for somebody else. See, that leads me right into my next question, actually. What is one thing that you would tell that woman that's sitting at her desk, either at home or in an office, that knows she wants to start her business, doing what she loves, but she doesn't know where to start, and she's on a pandemic budget? Listen, I was on unemployment, furloughed, actually. I was furloughed first. And... So my, you know, the, that was a huge concern for me. It was like, I can't start a business. I have like, I don't have this revenue stream coming in that I had before. Like, what are you talking about? This is impossible. It, it's <laughs> not impossible. I would say to her, do it. Talk to your friends. Um, go to night school, <laughs> you know. Go to night school. I think there's one coming up actually. Yeah, yeah I'll we share just that had on one. So it's there's another one that's going to come up. Go to night school. Like get get uh you know I recommend you know you know who I recommend. Like our coach is amazing. Um and right. you know find surround yourself with people who are like minded. You have to you know and and dream big. Believe in yourself because it is you are the one that's going to make the difference. Right. And, and I, I get it. I've been there. I, you know, with kids, I didn't leave. I stayed in a position that I was, that I shouldn't have been in for much longer than I should have been because I was scared that something was, you know, that I was going to lose my benefits or I was going to lose this or I was going to lose that because I was comfortable. That's so real. That's so real. Throw that against the wall and just go it. for it. You can do it. You can. And you know, if there's any, if, if there's any time to do it at this point, we're all in such mm -hmm. a shit show. This is the time. That, and it is the time and everyone's being kind of forgiving mm -hmm. and yeah. like more flexibility. Yeah. So if you're going to do it, do it, but you're right. Reach out to your friends mm -hmm. first and make sure you have a, uh, a network yes. of resources to get yeah, in. You definitely need, you definitely need that support system and that community, but don't worry about that money. I didn't make money from like last <laughs> I didn't make money for a while. I did a lot of, you know, but it was a lot of trial and error. But now I'm at a point where, you know, stuff is starting to roll in. Well, and that's the sacrifice yeah. piece. You know, and I, and I'll say the same thing. I, I spent most of last year thinking, oh my gosh, how are we doing this? How are we going right. to feed this family? Right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And it's finally starting to come, come mm -hmm. back around where I'm, 
you know, I'm, I'm looking and that light is there, but the amount of sacrifice Absolutely. and the work. I want to thank you so much for being on today, but now I want to talk about the really important mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> you are a makeup artist and a skin guru, and a lot of us need you really badly right now. Um, Zoom filters are only going to do mm-hmm. so much. Uh, recently, and this is just recently, they said, you know, double mask. So I'm double masking. I go to the groceries, I get out into 11 degree dry weather, take my mask off, and that slightly sweaty skin is now getting hit with dry air. I, but the first time I got mask me, <laughs> right? It went away right away. And But at the same time, I'm like, my skin is like, it, it hurts. It yeah, gets so dry yeah. now. Yeah. So how can we find out more about you to help solve these damn problems? Yeah, so funny. You should ask that, Melissa. <laughs> I actually have a masterclass coming up this Thursday. Um, and yes, and it actually addresses what you, these concerns, masking me is one of the things. So I'm doing a masterclass on Thursday at 7 PM Eastern standard time. It's a virtual masterclass called saving face, mastering your skin during the pandemic. So this has been, this has been an issue that, um, has been brought to, I mean, I'm going through it as well, but it's been brought to me by my clients, um, you know about their skin and how to, you know, it's really about the makeup, but we have to take it back to the skin. The skin is the first place that you should start. Um, And this masterclass I put together, and I think it's going to be so amazing because I think people don't understand how important your skincare, your regimens, um, you know, how to identify like problematic areas in the skin uh, and get rid of those. What is maskne and how can, you know, like, unfortunately it's going to be around for a little bit because with the masks, you know, it, 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 uh, it's your skin's going to be drier. You're going to uh, experience outbreaks, um, depending on your skin type, depending on what your skincare looks like, just, you know, all of those things come into play because you're outside. We're not getting the sun that we used to get. We're not getting the vitamin D. We're not getting, uh, the air on our skin, uh, to manage, you know, the, 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 imp- the impurities and the, the things that are going on with our skin. So this is a great class to discover that. Um, and to really, really, um, break down your skincare type, you know, your skin type, you know, how to look at like a proper foundation those types of things. So we're going to really, really go okay. deep dive, um, into mastering your skin during this time. Cause it's, I, I feel like it's been neglected, but I think it's, mm-hmm. it has and. I'm sure I'm not the only one that is just, I have found I'm just spending so much money on this foundation, that foundation, thinking that the foundation will at least cover the problem. But now I've got literally seven foundations Uh and all of them are, I still have Uh that same issue. And I can't, I can't do that. I can't, I can't just be looking a mess. (laughs) So yeah, the, I I will put that information on the website. It's Melissa. Melissa M. Anderson.com forward slash the lipstick CEO. I will have all of Kami's contact information there as well as a link to sign up for her masterclass. Um, Kami, thank you so much again for being on and you better stay safe out there because I know you're about to get yes, buried. You too. Thank you so much, Melissa. I appreciate <laughs> thank you so you. much for having me on. Thank you. Of course. And you gorgeous creatures that are listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. We're women designed to persevere. That's what we do. Your story is your superpower. And there is a greatness in you that the world needs, damn it. So until next time, coffee, mascara, passion, profit, and repeat.